What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mike Heidman Show, where I'm helping you go from a dumbass to a badass. Make sure that you follow me on social media, on Instagram and TikTok. It's at Mike Heitman Show for the handle. And for today's episode, I have gone back and forth literally all week. It's been a weird week for me, and I had some things on the shelf that I was planning on potentially doing, but then I didn't feel inspired to really say anything. So, ba 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 back and forth. That's partially why this thing is later than I usually post it. But I think because of things that have happened to me this week, that are relatable, I'm sure, to many of you, I almost feel compelled to do this episode about a situation that I unfortunately put myself in, and this is not the first time, and so without any further ado, let's have a little story time. Last week, I met this woman off of Bumble. She's very nice. She's accomplished. She's a little bit older than me, and she's biracial, and I only say that because she has had to endure certain things that I will never have to endure, and actually we talked about some of those on our first date, which went really well. We went to a bar, and we played um, pool. And they happened to have karaoke that night. And as all of you know, I love to sing. I love karaoke. I literally did not go there to do karaoke. It just so happened. I had no idea. It was in a town that I don't often go to. So we had this great first date. We were texting each other. We hang out that weekend. Easter Sunday rolls around. And then the next morning, I'm just like in a funk, man. And I'm having one of those... Times that I lovingly call manstrating, which is a playoff of menstruating, where I'm having all kinds of emotional things. I am very distant with her because I'm processing all of these things. And she notices that I'm distant. She asks me, what, what's going on? Just want to see how you're doing. And I was trying to be very generic and not give her any information. She's like, well, I'm a great listener. You know, all this stuff. And it's like, no, it's okay. I'll, I'll deal with it. But then I'm like, well, at the same time, I tell people on my podcast that you should just be honest with people and you should just, you know, let the cards fall where they fall. And if they don't like you because of your honesty, well, then they weren't going to be for you anyway. So here we go. I then explained to her what I was going through and some of the problems that I have that are recurring things and one of the things that I said though that really upset her was it seems as if it doesn't matter what I use to distract myself that this feeling of sadness and numbness and blah 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 never will go away and that includes going on dates that includes you know, all the different things that I use to numb myself, not to get too deep into it. And she got offended by that, which is not to go down this rabbit hole, but like, that's such a female thing to do. Like I'm, I'm venting to her. It is not meant to be personal about her. In fact, 98% of it was not about her, but she took the one thing 
that yes, maybe I didn't say very articulately, but she got offended by it. And I dumbed it down for this conversation. So maybe some of you are like, why, why would she get offended? It was, it was more harder than what I explained. And so then I'm like, of course, getting back into my whole past. I'm like, well, this is why I don't tell people things except for very few people. You're just proving my point. Why I shouldn't have brought it up and blah, blah, blah. And it was awkward and all that. And then at the end, she's like, so are we good? And I was like, well, I kind of wish I didn't bring any of this stuff up, but I'll be okay. All right. Fast forward a couple days and, or I guess it'd be the next day. And we talk again. And this time we talk for three hours. The first time was over text. So that was part of the problem. This time we talk over the phone and we talk for three hours and, you know, we got deeper into it. And then she, while I'm usually pretty good at refuting a lot of things that come my way, she gave a lot of points that I couldn't refute. And we're still going to hang out this weekend. So the, the big things that I had anxiety over that I wanted to be upfront with her about and be honest, she was okay with, at least so far. But I freaked out a little bit. Okay, where am I going with this? When is the right time to expose all of your red flags? And I don't even know if I have a, a good answer for you, but it's a discussion that I'd like to mull over. I don't have any preparation for this, like clips like I usually do, because again, I keep bouncing around what I wanted to do this week. But I'm just gonna kind of do stream of conscience for you. Now, as I've thought about this, on the one hand, it is very pragmatic to do what I did. Now, granted, I did it not because I felt that it was a good thing to do. I was having a moment, right? I was in my feels. I was emotional and all these different things. And then it just came out, said, screw it. You might as well know. And the pragmatic side of that is, well, again, if they, if, if these things are going to eventually cause you to stop seeing each other, you might as well get them out in the open at the beginning and then avoid all the extra time, energy, money, emotional investment, all of that stuff, and just move on to the next person who will eventually accept you for all of those different things. Because at the end of the day, we all have idiosyncrasies, we all have pasts, and it is important that we end up with somebody who actually not only understands those idiosyncrasies and those pasts or is empathetic to them, but depending on what it is, kind of really likes that about us, right? Maybe you have this weird habit that all of your exes thought was really weird, but they kind of think it's cute. You know, that's, wouldn't that be the, the situation you'd want to be in? Okay, so there's option one. Option two, of course, is to never reveal anything and just hope they never figure it out, which that comes with a lot, a lot of anxiety and really probably lying. Right? Because you're putting up a facade of yourself. You're lying to them and really to yourself. 
even if the only lie is, oh yeah, I can totally do this forever, she'll never find out. Really? They always do, man. They always do. And, you know, we as guys, we find out a lot too. Just often we don't put the things together until after the fact, after you're broken up, which... Not to go into my last ex, I had an experience with her this week that confirmed even more things. And, like, it's just been this slow drip of information that, uh, not to go into all that, but it's just kind of sad that I spent so much of this year not fully understanding how us breaking up was the exact right thing for me. I just had to have faith that it was, and I had to trust the process. And with this slow drip of information, I'm like, oh, jeez. Man, if only I would have known all this information two months ago, that breakup would have, and all the pain and stuff would have been a lot shorter. Anyway, I digress. So we have get it out at front, never tell them, or probably the most practical solution is to wait until an appropriate time to bring them up. Which appropriate is a relative word. Right. But that's that may be your only option because everybody has red flags. Everybody has things about them that can be potentially a deal breaker for people. Nobody's perfect. And also, we all know that not everybody's going to like us just as friends, as colleagues and definitely as a romantic or sorry, romantic partner or significant other. So it's finding the right time to let that freak flag, so to speak, fly. And I don't know, it's it's hard though, because finding the right time. Say you were abused as a kid and you're watching a movie and there's a lot of abuse of children in it and you get very emotional. Well, that would be an apt time when you're freaking out and your significant other comes or the person you're dating comes over and like what is going on are you okay and you're like well there's a lot of this domestic violence in this show and it just reminded me of when i was a kid and this and that happened and that would be a way to do it now i'm not at all saying that you having trauma or abuse in your past is a red flag That's not what I'm saying, but I'm just saying that is a scenario where someone may, depending on your reaction, maybe they don't know how to process that and to be the supportive person for you. Or they may just not want to, which is kind of a douchey move, but weirder things have happened. (laughs) So that that's like an apt time, you know, the other time is like you're just not really doing anything special. You're just having a good day, whatever. And you just pull them to the side and you're like, look, um, I need to tell you about something because it keeps popping up in my head or maybe it's popping up in the things that are happening. And we need to talk about it because it's, I have this issue with fill in the blank. Now that's another way you could do it too. Because these kinds of things, people need to know about us and The faster and in an appropriate time that they get out, the more free 
you will be in your communication and in everything with your partner. And they will actually know you, not just, yeah, I sort of know them or I think I know them. They will know you deeper. There are only positives that come from this, right? You have a deeper connection. They understand you more. And if it truly is going to be that offensive to them that they're going to leave, then they got to go. There's no use in wasting time. Those are just my thoughts today on that. Let me know what yours are on Instagram. I, I feel like there's no virtue also in collecting people with red flags. Like you, if you see red flags in them or their habits are red, like red flags in general or red flags for you, you also in a tactful way could bring it up to them. It's like, hey, I noticed you do this. What's up with that? Maybe maybe you don't quite word it like that, but that, that's the gist of it. Like, I noticed that you get really offended by this or you're really sensitive about that. What's the story behind that? And the more that you foster communication and openness, vulnerability, which is a lot harder for guys, which, going back to what I said earlier, ladies, it's hard for dudes to open up. So when they do, do not judge them. Do not shut them down. Do not make it about you. It's hard for the vast majority of guys because we are constantly told in our society to shut up with your feelings and push them down. So make sure that you are being actually supportive like you expect of us. Because I feel like not all men, but many men at least try to listen and be supportive. Okay. So as we do all of those things, we'll have better communication and a deeper connection with the person we're with. Let those red flags fly, but make sure that you are open and honest about them with your partner and work to a solution. All right, that's the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Add me on social media, and I will be back on Monday with another episode. Have a great weekend.